I'm Anna McCutcheon, and welcome to Grit, Grace, and Coffee Grinds. You're listening to episode three. This is a podcast intended to compel the army of God to love and protect the church. Folks, love is a battlefield, and sometimes we just need to pause, sharpen our sword, reload our ammunition cache, and remember that we are not fighting in this war alone. We all want to make an impact for the Lord, for our families, for our churches, and of course, ourselves. Every other Friday, we talk here about one way to do that well, and today is no different. It's not a matter of if the enemy attacks, it's a matter of when the enemy attacks. Oh, he's coming, and he's looking for the most opportune time to strike, hoping you stay down longer than you did the last time he attacked. He is used to surprising us, taking us off guard with his sly moves, but we don't have to be at his mercy for very long. Ready to retake some ground with me? Listen in. Life is so precious. God gave his own son's life that we could have an abundant life now and life forever with him. It cost him everything. We, me and you, are worth it to him. The message he left us on the cross tells us what he expected us to speak up for as his children. Love, life, and the pursuit of liberty. Okay, okay, so we all know this, but sometimes that's where it stops, in the head. We hear preachers speak up about the beauty of life and the horrifying crime of taking an innocent life, and we think, good, I'm glad he sees it as evil. Maybe he can do something about it. Maybe a new churchgoer joins your assembly and they have a story from a personal hardship and just want to help other women struggling with the same regret and guilt that they have learned to overcome. And we enter the sanctuary thinking, good, she can speak up for that since she has obvious experience with something so distasteful. But rather than pass blame, wouldn't it be more beneficial if we just stepped up to the plate and bat with them? instead of pointing fingers at them? We want to believe in a reviving of hearts and an amazing stirring from God, but wouldn't he have done it by now? I mean, how wicked is too wicked? And therein lies the problem. One sin is too wicked. One grievance is too many. The enemy soothes our conscience by saying that one time won't hurt, and we believe that same lie every single time. When we turn around, 20 years later, we see just how much filth we, the church, accepted. The once small sins are now plastered on billboards, and the minor grievances are now stripping us of any honor we are desperately clinging to. God gave us armor, he gave us truth, and he gave us the power of prayer to combat each and every dart thrown our way. How exciting is that? But the devil also knows just when to throw and how hard or soft to strike. And let me remind you, his track record is boasting a 10.0. Looking back at several darts thrown at me and my own family, I would have to admit, 
I have lost some important pieces of ground. Instead of fighting the smallest attack and not allowing a single advance from the enemy, I handed him some of my freedom, morals, rights, and integrity on a silver platter. I might as well just asked him to have dinner with me while I was at it. About a year and a half ago, I decided that I didn't want to stay down, beaten and fearful. I took each dart out, claimed forgiveness by the blood of Jesus, dusted off my armor, and unleashed the power of heaven through prayer. Girl power! Well, more like Jesus power, but you know what I mean. When I began to actively engage the enemy in combat, I realized that what I had actually created for myself was a Christianity that was costing me very little. And as much as I liked it that way, it was hurting me, hurting my family, and hurting myself. It was time to take inventory. I prayed, I loved, and I fought for righteousness again. Let me pause here a minute and make sure you understand something. This wasn't a Purple Heart moment for me. There wasn't an award ceremony and red carpet waiting for me when I chose to engage the enemy and regain lost ground. This uniform that enables you to love like Jesus isn't given to you after the battle, friend. This is the uniform you wear in the battle. Now, I can tell you from firsthand experience that loving like Christ brings the battlefield straight to your doorstep. There are two particular darts the enemy often attacks me with, and I'm going to share them with you today. One is rejection, and the other is discontentment. The aching I have often felt from the lack of acceptance or the yearning to just simply belong is deep and goes way back to my earliest memories as a child. One particular year, I was sure that I would get the Employee of the Year Award at our staff banquet that happened every fall. I had even started to work on my speech for it, you know, acting surprised and grateful all at the same time. Yes, I know, it's very humble. That's me. Well, my dreams were smashed, in no small way, when I was laid off, along with four other people, three months before that amazing event might have taken place. I had fallen prey once again to the lie that I was not already accepted, perfectly accepted, by Jesus, the only one who could love me the way I was truly designed to be loved. Another camouflage dart was targeted at me a year later in the form of discontentment. I just wanted a well-polished, popular author to read my book and say, Yes! Anna, this is great! You're right on track! I am happy to say that writing bestsellers is your calling in life. After I had laid out all of my frustrations to my husband, he gently reminded me that sometimes... We look for acceptance or belonging in all the wrong places when we should always be looking for it in Jesus and his unfailing love. Oh yes, the tears came and I knew no matter how many books I sold, how many awards I won for Employee of the Year, or how many polished authors gave me their kudos, I would never gain more of God's love or less of it. I would never go a moment without it. Are you getting this? I hope you're getting this. I am already accepted in the beloved. 
I already belong to the king. And this is the absolute best way to live. For every truth, there will be a lie. For every genuine article, there will always be a counterfeit. Let's look at some of these lies square in the face and learn how to fight them with truth. Thanks for listening to episode three of Grit, Grace, and Coffee Grinds. The enemy uses our ignorance to his strategic benefit. Our surprise of his attack or us feeling sorry for ourselves, just spur him on. If we lack the discernment to notice we've been hit or we lack the power to fight back, the enemy knows we will cower to his taunts and not have to fight as hard. Instead, let's surprise the enemy next time. Let's be ready for him and not caught off guard. My challenge to you today comes in the form of a question this time. When you face Jesus, your friend, but also your judge, will you be able to stand in front of him with humble confidence, knowing that you held your ground, you spoke truth, and you lived in victory? Whatever your answer is, I hope you feel a little more encouraged and a little more equipped today to be a soldier our general would be proud of. If you would like to connect beyond the podcast, I post almost weekly to Instagram where you can find me at author Anna McCutcheon. And you can also find me over at AnnaMcCutcheon.com. We provide a transcript for each episode. So if you know someone who either can't hear or prefers reading to listening, you can download the transcript at AnnaMcCutcheon.com slash podcast. Just click on episode three for this one. And now I will leave you with the words of a poem from a missionary friend of mine who fights for the Lord in Indonesia. We go. As the Lord gives us strength, we go forward, pressing the enemy, never turning. When we cannot go forward, we stand, resisting the enemy, never retreating. When we cannot stand, we get up again, surprising the enemy, never quitting. When we cannot get up one more time, we go home, freed from the enemy, forever victorious. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.